This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Happy President's Day, y'all. Woo! Yeah. Woo! A little bit of a snow globe out there this morning. I sat at my kitchen table earlier and I thought, whoa, must have been around like maybe right around 7 a.m. when in Shaska, to be vulnerable, um, it was just big. Big flakes, big, beautiful flakes. They were so big and they were so fluffy. It was just really something. And my friends. It is very pretty. I said to the children, of which I have four, I said, guys, this week, it's about to get real. So we'll, we'll break down a little bit of the, the winter storm that may have a, we'll find out if the bite is as bad as the bark. I'm hoping not. Well, I, I watched multiple... Are we just going to get into this? Um, sure, just very briefly. I watched multiple forecasts last night, and they were all talking about similar things, which is like today, a little bit. Might get like one, two inches here, there. Now it's kind of going to calm down. And then tomorrow, there's going to be a little blast. And then Wednesday into Thursday, there's going to be a big blast. It's a whole thing. Jonathan Uhas, the mad scientist of meteorology at Channel 5, he sent out a detailed email, like breaking down 1 to 8, 7 to 10 a.m. Monday. Here's what's happening. 1 to 8 p.m. Monday. Here's what's happening. Will it impact travel? Will it impact travel? But when it gets into, uh, let's see here, Tuesday into Wednesday morning, moderate snow, 2 to 4 inches, Tuesday into Wednesday. And then uh, 5 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Wednesday, flurries, light snow, no major problems expected. However, 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, on uh, of Wednesday into Thursday, heavy snow, major delays, likely including airport delays and school closings. Snow could fall at, and this is heavy, one to two inches per hour. Hmm. And they say look for uh, 12 to 18 inches of snow to cause no! major delays. Uh, delays. No. That's like like the, the Wednesday so into Friday morning is going to be a real, and pardon my wrench here, poo-poo show. Because <laughs> there's going to be... Well, we won't be able to see any of that poo-poo because it's going to be two feet under the snow. <laughs> That's exactly right. Oh, and speaking of which, boy, did my kids miss the opportunity to dig out the artwork that my dog has been creating for these last few months frozen in the snow. Because now it just snowed over it all again. So we won't find that until probably second spring. Yeah, uh, I do want to... Point, Donna and Steve, your direction to the European model of forecasting. And (laughs) over Dakota and Scott counties, 
There is 27.1. Holly, is that a metric unit? What are we talking about when we say European? What what do you mean? And do you mean that's what we're going to get in those counties? Yes, this is a European model and explain that holly there there are different models that meteorologists will look at yes and they sort of do a best educated uh guess as to which model looks to be most accurate based on the information they have but this is where you can see one frankly one channel saying hey we're gonna get six to twelve and another channel saying look for 16 to 24 keep reading to us about this european thing real quick okay well according to this picture that i'm looking in front of my face they've got a nice color coded uh, the Twin Cities, Southern Metro, forecasted 27.1 inches. Hey, Holly, you can't, what? The, I'm looking at the number. Do I hit the dump button on that? That's well, like your car status. 27? 25.5 in the Northern Metro. You know, I did hear a forecaster say, right now what they're using is a lot of this kind of language. 12 plus. Well, yeah. They used a lot of pluses yesterday in these forecasts, but to Holly's point, one of the meteorologists, who shall remain nameless, said at one point, we could be looking at a, a, not just a big snowfall, but one of the biggest snowfalls oh, that the Twin God. Cities no, has no, seen. No. Donna, I you- can't oh, handle anymore. I have so much damage at my cabin oh, from oh, snow oh, that I'm just like, all right, go ahead, bring well, it on. Now, here's the nice thing, Donna. Is that this heavy concentra- concentration of snow? It is a strip that cuts across the state of Minnesota, and it's mostly in the southern part. So I want to, I want Thank to give you, you that helps. Yes, I want to alleviate some of that, and it's very concentrated. You're now, referencing Donna's. I'm up sorry north for cabin. the rest of you. Though. Y- y- yeah, that doesn't really the okay. the metro is. It looks like it's. No, we're screwed. <laughs> it does look like this storm is kind of taking. Dead aim. And to Holly's point, sometimes it'll be, hey, if you live in Egan, you're going to get 10 inches. And if you live in Maple Grove, you're going to get a dusting. This one seems like both North and South Metro are all kind of screwed together. But maybe Duluth, Brainerd, maybe they get out a little bit easier than we. Listen, I was listening to their weather forecast over the weekend. So they were talking 12 inches. You know, it is what it is. What are we going to do? And you know what I've decided for this this particular storm? I'm going to, you guys know I have a long wingspan. I have long arms. 36, 37, what do you want me to do? Special arm shirts, whatever, who cares? I'm going to wrap my arms around this winter storm. And I've spent a lot of time being bitter at winter. And I read a post earlier this year on Instagram that basically said it was a challenge to Minnesotans. Like, hey, what if instead of hating winter, which I'm great at doing, what if, uh, what if you just leaned into it, made hot cocoa, went outside, lit a fire, walked on the ice, went snowshoeing, right. took your kids tubing, all that kind of stuff. And so this, I'm going to do this as an experiment. This storm this week, I'm going to wrap my arms around it. I'm stopping at Sierra on the way home. I'm going to get another tube, snow tube for the kids so that when that snow falls, we're ready to go down the hill on the side of the house. I might even, gosh darn it, I might light a fire in my driveway. Okay, I love your you do, optimism, you, Steve. You think yeah. I'll follow through? Well, maybe you'll no, follow maybe through. On some of it, but unfortunately, Winter Wonderland also mm, runs afoul of the demands of capitalism. <laughs> Meaning, <laughs> Winter Wonderland for some folks, but clenching stress. Mm, mm. If you have to be somewhere.
Yeah. It sure is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> we'll try to embrace as much as we can. Um, hey, I want to mention before we go to break, uh, if you have not heard, former President Jimmy Carter has um, entered hospice care. Uh, after a series of short hospital stays, uh, he has decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and receive care at home instead of additional medical intervention. So that's super sad news. Very beloved man. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Remember, we had that story about how he was on a plane and he went up and shook every single person's hand mm. on the aircraft just to say hello and thank you for your support. Mm-hmm. Just good dude. Um, and apparently his family is completely supportive of this. So, um, yeah, that's the latest. Yeah. Sad to report that on President's Day. Yeah, well, I think we'll see a lot of people honoring him. And what's, you know, mm-hmm. kind of nice. I'm not sure if his uh, his mental capacity at this moment being in hospice He's 98. care. Yeah, 98 years old. Um, but I hope that he is aware and hearing some of these tributes that are already, um, instead of posthumously coming in, hearing that he's in hospice, uh, already, you know, articles are being circulated and things are happening on television. And so hopefully he's feeling a lot of that love. Yeah. Um, We have a full show for you today. Some might argue maybe a little too full. We're not sure yet. We won't know till the end. I'll tell you this. 930, we got Maddie B from TV barreling into the studio to tell us all sorts of things at including something controversial that facebook is doing that i think i'm going to do we'll talk about that in a little bit uh we're going to play college pop culture knowledge at 10 30 today another game cover story played at 11 30 when we come back i did something with my kids that i've always thought would be fun i finally ventured into the city to do it this weekend i will tell you what i did and what i forgot that no mom would have forgot that when we come back donna steve my talk hey good morning Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! It's a Monday. Some of you are working, like us. Stockbrokers are not. Nope. No trading today. Is that right? No trading today. Good to know. Thanks, Steve. Don't even look at the 401k. Static. Although cryptocurrency is trading today, and it trades every day, every hour. That's a little nerve wracking, isn't it? Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's always good to talk to you. Donna. I mean, unless you got like, like a Robin Hood app on your phone. Um, you know, yeah, like Bitcoin. I that to the Bitcoin trades. Oh, you sure, could okay. go to sleep and Bitcoin could be trading at 20,000. You could wake up, it could be trading at 17,000. Listen. Irma Gerd. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I am a, uh, I'm a city guy now. I went into the city yesterday. A lot of people know me as suburb, Steve. Yeah. You ever heard of it? Mm, I have. You know. And then what happened? Thanks for asking, Donna. I saw a few weeks ago, we got a press invite, like a lot of press did, for Disney on Ice. And I was like, oh, darn it. I would have loved to have taken my kids to that. I've never gone to Disney on Ice. And uh, so I I wrote uh, our, our friend Molly, who sent us this invitation. I said, hey, sorry, can't make it. We're out of town. I wish we could have. We would have loved it. And she said, oh, well, there's, you know, another press opportunity for Monster Jam, which comes around every year. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And I used to watch Monster Jam when I was a kid. (laughs) And back then, before Gravedigger, it was, do you remember Bigfoot, Donna? Blue truck? Yes. 
Bigfoot yeah. was the bomb. And then Gravedigger came early, mid-90s, and just changed the game. Bigfoot was not there yesterday. That truck, I believe, has since gone into uh, retirement. But I thought, that always looked fun. We would watch it as kids. So she invites me to this. I have kids. I have a little guy who's three, likes trucks. We were like, okay, this is great. Lila was interested. Grayson was interested. Uh, my daughter was preoccupied with something. I'll tell you about that. Uh, oldest daughter. I'll tell you about that in a moment. But we're like, let's go. Let's do it. Let's just try Monster Jam. We get these dope seats, by the way. This was only my, oh, I don't know. Maybe my first time for an actual sporting event at U.S. Bank Stadium. I've been there for a Coldplay concert. I was there for a few Twin Cities Live things. They've done some home shows down on the field and stuff like that. But it's been a while. And let me just say, and we all have different thoughts about how seeing a concert at U.S. Bank Stadium is because of the reverberation. It just bounces. All the sound can bounce a little bit. That's a complaint. Well, you walk into U.S. Bank Stadium from any angle, and immediately you're like, whoa, man, I forgot how cool this stadium looks on the inside. I mean, right away. So then we make our way and we go through, we're in like this Medtronic area. It wasn't like a suite, but you go through the purple lobby. And so this is, it's the section V10 if you're looking at your seating chart right now. But you go through this purple lobby, which has just all of these nice interior bars. And there's a buffet line and everything, a fireplace downstairs. Just really feels cool and cozy. And we were thinking, goodness, if you were here for a Vikings game and you had seats right out here and could come early and have lunch beforehand or it's a Thursday night game, come and have dinner, really just top notch. So it looked beautiful. We go out and uh, and then we, we get seats. Seats are great. Have this whole thing, making sure all the kids have their headphones on because these suckers are so loud. But Wait, how many kids did you bring? It was me and three kids, a three-year-old, a seven-year-old, a 10-year-old. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, say the cardinal thing that I, the cardinal sin, I suppose, that no mom would make was, but a classic dad mistake, I didn't bring any water for the kids at all. I brought no drinks at all. And I always give Lou a hard time, my wife, because, and I say, this generation of kids are so overhydrated. It's all, do you have your water bottle? <laughs> Cadence? Cadence is oh, your water Do you have your water bottle? Are you allowed to bring in an outside water bottle? You can, I don't think so. Yeah, you can, as long as you bring things in clear containers or like clear bags, and then they check and it's like, okay, it's Powerade for the kid. That's a water bottle, whatever. There's leniency with some of that stuff, particularly, okay. I think, at like a family event like yesterday where they don't assume that you're smuggling vodka in. <clears throat> So we go, and I realize that. So then we go out and we're buying power rates. I try the new Starry. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Drink, have you guys heard of Starry? Nope. By Sierra Mist. Hello, Starry. <laughs> It's Sierra Mist. Yes. But it has a new logo and it's called Starry. And it was, uh, people were making a big deal of it at NBA All Star Weekend because it was all over their programming, uh, particularly on Saturday night. So we get a Starry, a couple of Powerades, some Mike and Ikes, we're fine, whatever. It was a real, you know, dad prepared for the, for the afternoon now. But the event itself, super fun. I mean, it was just, it was really, I don't know if I would go again, but it's a fun event to go and see just to watch these monster trucks in person and they had it up on the screen and so i kept looking over at the screen and then i would look down and i just thought you know there is really something about a live event doesn't matter how good your hd camera is doesn't matter if you're watching in 4k 8k 3d whatever when you're at a venue live it just feels so different there is an immersion to it and i just kept thinking how cool to watch a Vikings game here. A football game in this stadium would be Oh my God, it's so cool. I had uh, tickets for a game. I took my nephew and they were right in the end zone, like, I don't know, eight to 10 seats up. It was amazing. And the colors are so, feel so vibrant. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I There's absolutely something about know what you mean. it. Yeah, that just it's like Technicolor. And when you see it on Everything TV, so it looks good. But when you see it in person, and I, this goes back to when I was a kid, and I first went into Three River Stadium in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, saw my first Pirates game, Pittsburgh Pirates game, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing when I walked in there. I just thought, why does it look so different than it did on TV? And back then, we were in the standard definition fuzzy TV days. It was just unbelievable. So it was really cool. The kids all enjoyed it. I asked them to rate it. The two that knew what I was talking about, the three-year-old, you know, he was clueless on the rating system. But they gave it a uh, a 9.5 and a 10. Ooh, and so yay. they really liked it. The worst part was I, I parked cool. across from the depot, skating rink, you know, like the hotel yep. depot and all that sort of stuff. The wow, Renaissance. you walked all the way down there? Yeah, I thought I was closer. But oh, then I was, gosh, I, no. I was like, oh, no. shnikes. And I paid a lot too. It was $30 for parking. And I had to walk all that way. So it was, that was a little bit of an error. And then I got us a little bit lost on the way back. And, you know, I'm just holding Dev the whole time, who's like gripping me because of the, the buses that are passing and the trucks that are coming by. And he's like, this does not feel like the cul de sac, Dad. But uh, it was fun to get a uh, a little <laughs> afternoon out there, so I was Good glad to have you. that invite. Oh, fun! And now I can check the box. Say we went to Monster right. Jam. By the way, Gravedigger won yesterday. It was dramatic. Oh, thank you. I was dying. Was there any seat. doubt? There was. It was. In, it was in doubt for a moment because there was another competitor in the freestyle that did well. But then Gravedigger, the final competitor, comes out and does it all, which was great. Um, and then a shout out to my oldest daughter. She is twelve. And she was unable to be there because she was wrapping up her final uh, musical of Rock of Ages, the middle schoolified version of it. Um, and, you know, there was various middle schools in the Chaska Chan area that all participated. And uh, she was an understudy one day. So she got to be one of the lead roles on Saturday Aww. afternoon um, and then cool. was ensemble and singing. And it was just filled with all sorts of 80s songs that the parents love so those kids they they work so hard to put that out there so congrats to all involved on that yay all right when we come back we got the big three with maddie b from tv he'll tell you three things that we need to know for this week all coming up
Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We got Holly Roberts with us for hour one, aka Ho Row in the Howl. This week, Snow Row. Um, anyway, so it is Monday. It's uh, it's nine thirty, and at this time, we welcome Mr. Matt Belanger from Channel Five Eyewitness News. Hey, Maddie B. Hi. You get no intro today. You just get <laughs> that's okay. This. No intro because there's so much to get to today. Yeah. Matt sent us three big things. He sent us bonus content as well. Bonus ham on a Monday. Mm. So let's uh, let us begin with number number one. one. All right, we gotta talk about the snow. <laughs> all right, now <laughs> listen, listen. I want to talk about I, it, and I think guys, it's all everyone's talking about this morning i think this morning it officially kind of became real you know we heard rumblings of this over the weekend and oh there's a big storm next week but next week felt so far away (laughs) that's right and now it's here and now like i think it's solidifying and uh i mean look here's the the boiled down version of this is by thursday night or friday morning Mm. uh i just said uh, meteorologist jonathan uhas was in this morning and i said john i want a number Give me a number for the metro. If you had to pick one number, how many inches of snow are going to be on the ground by like Thursday, pick Friday? Pick one number. Yeah. Pick a number, I like John. That. Yeah. Don't give me a range of a foot. He said 15 inches. No. He thinks 15 inches cumulatively from essentially Tuesday through Thursday yeah. night. Yep, yep, yep. And yep, then yep, the yep. winds start to blow, sure. and Friday yep. is supposed to be possibly. Whiteout sort of conditions. Yeah, the wind is going to be a factor with this for sure. And uh, I just, I think that everyone needs, this is the time you go get the gas. You got to make yeah. sure the snow blower's done. Yep. If you've got a shady side of the of the house with, you know, where the roof is shaded and there's yeah. still a lot of snow up there, you might want to rake it. I mean, because we're talking a foot and a half, maybe more. Oh, my God. I have a question. Hand is up. Yes, Stressful. Steve, in the front. Um. Earlier, before you came into class, Professor, uh, <laughs> one of the other students, Holly, was talking about uh, these Europe, European Europe. models, which yeah. get us really excited and scared, and they talk much higher snow totals, yeah. like in the 25 to 30-inch range. Your thoughts on those? So, listen, we have professional meteorologists for a reason. Mm. And one of the things that they do, again, I am not a meteorologist. I'm regurgitating what a professional meteorologist <laughs> said earlier this morning for you now. Right. But but what they can do is they can look at the data and the numbers from said models. And one of the talents of being a weather person is you can you can um, take in all the varying model predictions yes. and you can take them and use your expertise and come up with your forecast. It's not. It's not like they just grab a model and they throw that up on the screen. There's some. There's some analysis that happens here, and I and I I even had John's eyes rolling earlier this morning oh, because no. I said, "But John, some people are posting on Facebook that big that model that's showing 30 inches of snow in the Twin Cities," um, and. I, his response to that is again, that's someone who's getting access to something who doesn't understand 
necessarily the full context that needs to be put together to come up with a number that is most likely actually going to be what happens with the weather. Does that make sense? I trust him. That yeah, does. I trust him. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. It's not about. just about <laughs> grabbing a model and regurgitating what that says in there, and you have to you know, factor in how much moisture and how cold and where the right. winds be and blah, 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 blah. Anyway, the reality and the reason I wanted to talk about it was Pretty much, they the experts call this a high floor, high ceiling event. The floor being, if their forecast is bust, yeah, what are the what's the minimum we're going to get? Even the floor of this storm is like a foot. It's, oh it's, goodness, it's, or you know, or right around there. So that's a, this isn't the kind of storm mat no where it's what, like it's okay, two feet, and then at the end of the week we're like, look, we got a dusting. Right. This is a different bear. And then the other thing, I know we're still on number one. I got to get moving here, but the, the other thing <laughs> is, um, is don't be fooled. This week, because it's coming in waves, and so it's like the Tuesday wave is going to be kind of like an inch or two or three or whatever it is. I don't know. Quote me the numbers. But um, and then it's going to come again on uh, uh, Wednesday night to Thursday into Thursday. That's the big wallop. And so kind of like on Tuesday, when you're disappointed with what you're seeing snow total wise, they'll be like, look, they're always hyping it out of proportion. You just wait, wait. buddy. Get your shovel and wait until Thursday and then call me. Well, and then, you know, since this is so stretched out, we could see, I just want to, I'm just going to embrace large amounts of snow now, okay? Yeah. So what I want to say is, I think it's smart. we could see the numbers possibly go up more because these storms, there, there's a thing that John was talking about too, Jonathan Uhas, of some thunder snow that could happen in some southern parts of the state, which give a real burst yeah. of snow, so there could be heavier amounts. But we're still, you know, a day and a half, two days out of the real meat of the storm coming our way and so the numbers could go up i say bring on 30 it's been a while it's been a while there are for february february uh this is could be a top 10 snow event for the twin cities of all time wow could be this collective week and then for february we're probably talking about record-breaking snow for this month in particular so anyway just be ready folks is the moral of the story get your shovel ready do those bicep curls. Yes, King. Every, all that stuff. I just saw grass yeah. in my yard. <laughs> I know. I was I so know. excited. It was gone I was this morning. so excited. Well, yeah. you know, and, and the thing is, not all of us, um, I'm just going to say this metaphorically, <laughs> not all of us have home studios in our house. Yeah. <laughs> not everybody right. gets to work from home, is oh, my right. point. Yeah, right. some people so, negotiate better than others. You're absolutely right about that, Donna. Uh, but it's you know, about negotiation. Some people are doctors and have to go to the ER to work. That's because exactly they can't, right. They can't right. do surgery in their closet at home and Jasper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Some people. <laughs> Thank I'm you, not Matt. mentioning any names. Not no, you, Steve. It's a different Steve. And if I was someone hypothetically, <laughs> if I was someone broadcasting, let's say from home today, I might uh, make a case to folks because you know. Um, our show in particular, anyone who's got to be somewhere with a firm deadline of 9 a.m., you will uh-huh. have the problem, particularly on Thursday morning. Wednesday morning is going to be a bit challenging as well. Um, Wednesday night more so. Thursday morning. John, again. That's the stay-at-home day, right? Is, like yes. this hunker down. This could be so, paralyzing snow, for, even for the Twin Cities. Paralyzing snow. Like like stuff is going to oh just stop. Gosh. Okay. So if you've I'm ever not... learned of a capacity to broadcast from home, Donna, hypothetically, um, you uh-huh, might want uh-huh. to keep a hold of that equipment for Thursday for I'm not, your own I'm not safety. letting go of this microphone. Don't do it. I don't care. Don't do it. I'll come back to work on Wednesday. She'll ask me where it is. and I'll, I forgot it. I lost yeah. it. And then I, in the oh, no, yeah, interest of safety. No, that is really... That is what they're they're saying. Like so just that's be the day of like 
Don't go out. Thursday's the day. If you don't yeah. have to. Okay. Okay. Right. Sh- shall we do Here another we one? Yes. yes. Number. Number. Two. Two. Oh, I, I just remembered I was going to go to Costco today. I'm going to have to put on protective armor because that place is going to be a little busy with this snow coming. Anyway, number two. Yeah. That wasn't my number, number two. two. That was my, you know, out, just thoughts. Uh, <laughs> hey, this is interesting. Parent company of Facebook and Instagram, Meta, going to start charging people. Uh, to be verified. This is the new thing. Elon Musk did this with Twitter. Mark Zuckerberg now announcing that the service will be called Meta Verified. How original. Uh, mm-hmm. Some users will pay eleven ninety nine if you subscribe, if you log in on your main big computer at home, fourteen ninety nine. Um, I guess that's a month. Is that it, a month? It is a month. A month? And here's here's why I think it's If you it's do it different. on the app, it's, it's more. Um, if you're already verified, you're not going to have to do it again. But that's a lot of money to get a Who check cares? Mark. It is a Who lot of money. Who cares if you're verified? That's, I'm like, with you, Donna. I mean, really, if you're already famous, you're famous, right? right? People know who you are. What do you, what do you need a check mark next to your name for? Well, here's what, it. here's what Facebook is doing a little bit differently from Twitter. Twitter okay. seemed almost like it was mocking the notion of being verified, and it was just this one critical piece that was missing, which is Facebook, Meta, Instagram, and this will get you verified, by the way, on Facebook and Instagram. Right. It'll all be one, you got a blue check mark on both of them or whatever. You have to show government-issued ID that you are who you say you are. That is one critical component that Twitter did not oh. mandate anyone go through. So you could say, hey, I want to be verified, and by the way, my account is... George W. W. Bush. And now I would with a blue check, I'd be easily able to fool some people and spread misinformation would be the theory. This is the Twitter approach. The Twitter They're version. not checking the IDs per se. Here you have to take a picture of you with your mm-hmm. government issued ID, driver's license, passport, whatever. And so the thinking is it would cut down if you've ever had your account impersonated by other people. Um, it would cut down on that. It would also allow you to get um, they'll allow you to get greater reach. It's all about reach in the well, world. The algorithm, you know. Yeah. So I think those people then get pushed to the top of the algorithm. Got and it. then also, finally, if you did get hacked or ran into a problem, and if you rely on these social media platforms as part of your income, like influencers do, yeah. it gives you direct access to Facebook or Meta support, which oh. can be very difficult mm, to reach okay. them. So the Twitter one I thought was sort of a joke. A little suspect. This one, certainly a way for Facebook to make easy money because they haven't been making as much as they their shareholders thought they would. Yeah. But this one comes with a touch more merit. I think I'm going to do it. Might actually lend to you some are? credibility. I've tried to get a blue check. Multiple times. You have to send in all sorts it's, of stuff. It's like screaming into a cave. I mean, you don't, it's like, hello, here's my stuff. And, <laughs> yes. and then, like, maybe an echo will get back to you. And I you guess know. it used to be easier. And like listen, I'm Facebook. not saying this to like brag numbers, right? But it used to be easier. So I'll have people who follow me who have 1,500 followers <laughs> and have a blue check mark. Yeah. I have more than 1,500. Sure. I've tried to send in the documentation here, videos here, newspaper and it's clippings. It's not coming up. Yeah, this no, no, not, not only is it not coming, they just deny you. They write oh. back, they say, we, we reviewed it. Yeah. We're good. So, and I've been impersonated a lot, and then people wow. are out there sending weird, creepy messages to people. Sorry about that. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, you hit that. I, heard, I hit a nerve right, with Steve. But we're gonna squeeze right. in a quick right. number, number three. three. Number three. Number three. Uh, this is interesting. <laughs> Caught my eye. It's happening all week long. If you are in need of a job, and might I add a pretty cool job, mm-hmm. Valley Fair, our friends down in Shakopee at the amusement park, going to hire 1,600 seasonal workers for the upcoming season. 
I know we're getting like wow. snowmageddon this week, but hey, think about the warmer months, yes, right? Think sunny skies. Uh, they're hiring all week. You go online and apply, and then they'll contact you to set up an interview. Ride operators, food and beverage, lifeguards, security, many more roles, 17 to $20 an hour. Pretty darn good. Wow. All right. We'll take that. Right. Woo. Yeah, there you go. All so, right, that's pr- great. Pretty cool. We'll take Thanks, it. Thanks, Matt. Anyway. Matt also watched the um, the BAFTAs or well, followed the BAFTAs. No, that was the British Academy. Yeah, uh, it's like the the Academy Awards equivalent. Yeah, it's kind and, of like setting the stage for what we might see in the Oscars. And my the shocking thing is what a lot of people are talking about is that that Everything Everywhere All at Once movie did not get which has so much Oscars buzz. I know hot dog fingers. I know well. What? I think it's a part of the movie. Her fingers look like hot dogs at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Like but, that. I mean, see, yeah. that, your brain is a cool thing. Because it, like, zones in on... You're like, that's your takeaway from the movie, it's hot it. dog fingers? Yeah, man. Maybe that's why it didn't win so many yeah. awards. But they knows. just that's got low art. Bre- uh, best editing was the only award that it got. Oh, wow. And what won again? Holly was reading this earlier. What was the big uh, winner? All's the Quiet old? on the Western oh, yeah. Front. Mm-hmm. World oh. War One drama. Okay. Very not intense. English. Not in English, right? That, that is correct. The right. book is from is German, and the mo- this version is German. Yeah. Oh, there was wow. a very famous silent movie version in the early 30s mm. of oh. this story. Okay. So right now on. it's being remade for us. Well, there you go. But anyway, Oscars you can watch on Channel Five. Oh my month. gosh! It's the 12th, I think. 12th. Of yeah, March. that sounds right. March 12th. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming up, stick around. It's on Five Eyewitness News. Hey, it's so also known as Channel Five <laughs> on the streets. Yes, you can watch Maddie B. He's on from four thirty a.m. You got it until right. s- nine nine a.m. Well, on, on all sorts of properties. He's on go. five. He's on forty-five. Proudly not verified on Facebook. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he's Maddie B. Thanks so much, Matt. When we return, uh, we'll get into a couple of things. You see something, say something. Some really, really. Uh, sad and tragic news out of the world of country music this weekend. Uh, we will inform you of that if you haven't yet heard that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna. It's Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Holly Roberts is with us as well. Um, we're not going to use an intro for this segment. It just seems kind of inconsiderate, insensitive. Um, did you guys hear about Kelly Pickler's husband? Oh yeah. Just Oh my gosh. Tragic. This is unbelievably shocking. Her husband, Kyle Jacobs, who was a songwriter and a producer, um, was found dead on Friday in their Nashville home. And um authorities believe he shot himself. He was only forty nine. Uh Kelly and her assistant apparently were looking for him. Uh, And when they couldn't open one of the rooms in the house, Kelly had her assistant call the police. And um, just the day before he was celebrating an album uh, that he helped write, the album went platinum by an artist named Lee Bryce. And um, he, it's just... They had their own CMT reality series. I don't know. You guys probably didn't see it. I watched it. I remember it. hearing it about it. It was called it. I Love Kelly Pickler. It ran. I watched it. I watched the whole thing from 2015 to 2017. It was adorable. They were so in love. Uh, just awful news. Awful, awful. Yeah. from, I believe, TMZ saying that um, she got up you know, in the middle of the night, and he wasn't there and went looking for him. I I guess he was in an office slash bedroom. 
but but oh, so terrible. Yeah, this stuff. Um, terrible news. It's just, um, it's so sad. We send our so, love to Kelly Pickler and, you know, all of all family and friends who have been impacted by such a tragic passing. And from the outside looking in, I think, um, you know, we said this when uh, Twitch, Stephen Twitch boss, when he passed away uh, dead by suicide a couple of months ago, and it was so hard to wrap your head around in a similar way. Uh, seeing that he had a, a an Instagram post out the night before, you know, that seemed you know largely positive and all that, it's just it makes the the juxtaposition of that to what happened, it just makes it so right hard to to wrap your head around. It's just yeah, it's just a really interesting situation. In fact, Holly, do you have access to Instagram over there? Yeah, I okay. do. Because I'm trying to send you something, but I kind of screwed it up. Um, <laughs> but if you can go to Allison Holker, who is Stephen Twitch Boss's um, now widow, mm-hmm. sad as that is to say out loud. Yeah. She had posted um, a couple of little posts since he passed away. Um, but in his, of course, tragic suicide, goes to a motel about a mile or so away from their home mm-hmm. and takes his own life. And just just so shocking. And they had just posted a dance video what a couple days before that where it seemed joy as always yeah um but so she's posted a couple of things but we heard from her for the first time and here is video of allison holker over the weekend talking for the first time to her fans and followers about steven for all the love and support that you guys have sent to me and my family at this time it has been very challenging and emotional but you guys have brought so much hope and inspiration to us by sharing stories and memories and moments in different ways that Stephen impacted your life. And it's brought us so much hope and inspiration. And he was someone that was just beautiful and he lived his life from love and he made you feel a certain way. My family and I have always said that we wanted to make sure that our purpose was lived out by bringing joy to people, joy to people's homes, you know, from dance or love. And and that's not going to change for us. It's going to feel a little bit different. But we know that that's our purpose and we'll still do that to this day. And I hope that we can remember the feeling that he gave us and remember that we can still move from there. We can still move and choose love and we can still choose grace and we can still choose kindness and i will always be there for you guys and i appreciate you guys being there for us at this moment it really it goes a really far away for us so thank you and i hope you guys remember how special you are and how much of an impact you make around the world and continue to move from there we love you guys. It was really good to, to hear from her, and I'm sure it was a very difficult message. That, if you're just joining us, was Allison Holker, uh, the widow of Stephen Twitch Boss, the, uh, the the famed DJ dancer, Ellen's sidekick, who passed away as a result of suicide a couple of months ago. And we found out about his passing when we were live on the air. And I was in the middle mm. of, go figure, some stupid story. 
And then I was watching Donna's face uh, through. I was just thinking of this. I was watching your face, Donna. We have these video feeds where we're always seeing each other. And I was like, what is Donna reading right right now? What has distracted her? And then you said, well, we've got, you know, really sad breaking news from TMZ. And then you read that. And I just will always remember that moment and the suddenness of it. Um, It's just it just shakes you up. And I know Kelly Pickler and fans of that show and fans of her husband are all going through that same kind of thing um, right now. We haven't heard from Kelly Pickler yet, of course. Not to my knowledge. I don't think we've seen a statement no, from her. No, no, and I bet we won't for a while. She was so... What's that, Steve? She, she's, you know, she's so bright and effervescent, Kelly Pickler, right? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's just... Oh, yeah, she lights up a room. Oh, uh, it's just a tough thing to try to, to, try to make sense yeah, of. You know, such darkness. I, and it's interesting. Um, of a, this is a much less significant thing but as we talk about the juxtaposition of what you see on social versus all that i shared a little post over the weekend right because i was like you know i think and and i essentially started the post and it was his story and so it's probably down by now because it was last for like 24 hours but it was essentially like you could easily follow me over the last week and say oh my gosh he's having so much fun with his kids and he and lou are laughing together and sometimes i i'm just very aware of the dissonance of Understanding that that, you know, obviously, and this is, I'm hardly the first person to say this, but a reminder that social media is curated in the same way that a photo album is, right? It's not like you put the photo album together to try to trick everybody, but it with Instagram and stuff, it's just so easy to pop on your phone and you're sitting in your room, in your home, which at the moment maybe is a little bit boring, quiet, stressful, whatever, and then you happen to see a dance video that that other family just put out and you're looking around like, well, look at these schmucks. We're all just sitting around here not doing any choreographed things. And so I was just like processing that and reminding everyone who watches me and all of us who watch anyone else or... And I think we can even compare ourselves to our own social media highlight reel where we're like, well, those are all the fun highlights and everything. But life is made up primarily of mundane moments and just normal things. And that's okay. And that's a part of the mosaic that puts our life together. Each little thing is a piece of glass. And I think we step back and see the artwork that God has created in the end of it all, a bunch that we're not witness to. But it can be easy to even look at our own stuff and be like, well, this moment, there's no music happening right now. We're just sitting around and no one said anything at the table for the last four minutes. I'm just hearing right, silverware clinking. Right. That's okay. Yeah. That stuff happens. You go through tough stuff with your kids. It's okay. It happens. Tough stuff with your spouse. It's okay. It happens. Stan, I, just, I just am aware of that dissonance sometime. And so I want to make sure to poke the hole because my wife and I were talking about, no, I'm totally off topic, but some people that you've known, we all know these people who say, who will have great pictures of a weekend. And then you talk to them, oh my gosh, what a fun weekend you had. Ugh, if you only knew the half of it. And so sometimes it seems like people are either intentionally or unknowingly communicating a message that is not authentic. And that kind of dissonance really makes me feel mm, like nervous. I mean, no likey that. I don't have a closing You know, and on also, well, and for young people, especially. You said it, you know, Donna. just thinking. That Don, Donna, you're starting to sound like one of the people from Galaxy Quest right now. And so we're just going to turn you down. And you, there's a mouse chewing <laughs> on your surrender. wire somewhere. Never surrender. That's right. Uh, hey, we'll be right back. It's Don and Steve, my talk.